0: As we move closer to Christmas, it's likely that sooner or later you're going to be in a service or around some people or hear Christmas carols, and the songs of Christmas will come back into your heart. There's a lot of them, and they're great. But the one I want to talk about today, because it has such deep meaning, is the song, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. This this song is primarily in a, in a minor key, and there's something beautiful and haunting about it. And it always goes very deep inside of me. And it's one of my favorite Christmas songs because it has the notion of Advent, but it moves beyond Advent to the coming of Christ and then the redemption that is ours in Jesus. By the way, do you ever sing hymns and don't pay much attention to the lyrics? I do that way too much. I do it all the time. But on this particular hymn, I want to spend a little bit of time on some of the lyrics because it is filled with gospel meaning. It begins with, O come, O come, Emmanuel, and the word Emmanuel means God with us. O come, God with us. Ransom those of us that have been captive as we sit in lonely exile until the Son of God appear. This is that amazing promise that Into the darkness comes a great light, and that great light is the coming of Jesus to make his home with us, to tabernacle in our midst. And at the end of that is the chorus refrain, rejoice, rejoice. God with us shall come. Emmanuel shall come. In the next verse this unknown author, this lyricist, wrote that, would the rod of Jesse please come in order to free us from Satan's tyranny, from the depths of hell, so that we can have victory over the grave. That's one of the things that it talks about in the book of Hebrews, that Jesus came to remove the sting of death because of the promise of life. That is all rooted in the coming of Jesus. And again, it says to rejoice because God with us will come. The third verse talks about the fact that Jesus is the day spring. And it says, Come and cheer our hearts because the time of your advent is here. Let all the gloomy clouds of darkness go away. May the shadows of death be put to flight. Because you are now present. Oh, rejoice, rejoice. Emmanuel, God with us. He will come to you. This fourth verse has so much hope in it. And it says, Come thou key of David, come. And open wide our heavenly home. Make safe the way that leads on high and close the path to misery. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. God with us. God with us to redeem us, to ransom us. God with us to break us free from the evil one's tyranny. God with us to bring cheer to our hearts and disperse the gloomy clouds of night. God with us to make a safe path to our heavenly home. All of that is part of this beautiful and traditional Christian hymn: "O come, O come." Emmanuel." I've been thinking about this, obviously because it's the Christmas season, and just the aspects of his summing this coming, like, let's think about this for a minute, that it was God's love for us that sent Jesus. Yeah, it's true that you know, God hates sin and he hates what it's done to our lives, but that's not what caused him to send Jesus. It was his love for us. Our Father loves us. We belong to him. And this is right at the heart of the Christian message and heart of the Christmas message, if you will. Jesus was sent to us because God so loved us. But do you think much about the fact that he comes with such a vulnerability and even poverty to come as a baby? The God of the universe comes to us in the Christ child. And he doesn't come to us with a great fanfare and, par- and, and, and parades. He comes silently, somewhat anonymously. I think that's another evidence of the unbelievable heart of God for us and how much he wants us to understand that we belong to him, that he's not snooping about to try to find out who's naughty and nice, but he's wanting to be reunited in deep union with all of us. The whole idea of the searching Father is part of this also. In Jesus' coming, he comes to search us out. I've mentioned this recently. This is at the heart of those parables of lost coins and lost sheep and the lost son. Our Father is searching, and his searching is not searching for us in anger. It's a searching for us to be reunited and to love us. The Bible also goes forth to say that in his searching, he saves. Isn't that the beauty of this first line of O come, O come, Emmanuel? Ransom captive Israel, ransom us as we mourn in a lowly exile, that he comes to save us because he wants us so much. And I think there's another thing that's in this whole Christmas story, the Advent, this beautiful hymn that I hope you'll spend some time listening to, considering the lyrics, that in him we are safe. See, you got to think about what God with us means. He's not God against us. He's not God angry at us. He's not God turning his back on us. He's God who is with us in our day-to-day experience. This is one of the things about the cosmology of of, uh, Hebrew thinking. We often think of heaven as some place far away, but for Hebrew thinking, heaven was surrounding us in a spiritual realm. God is as close to us as our very breath. As it is in the writings of scripture that in him we live and breathe and we have our being. And in that, this being with us proves to us that we are safe in him. I've been dwelling a a bit on the announcement of the angels for unto you, Like Saint Ignatius always encouraged, imagine yourself one of the characters in a story of scripture. So I wanna imagine myself for a moment on a hillside, watching sheep in probably the most despised and impoverished occupation that is a symbol of my own poverty. When all of a sudden, an angel from heaven appears and he says, for unto you. I wish I could name every one of you right now so that you recognize that it's, it's about you. For unto you, Becky. Jesus came as a child and then searched for you to save you and to let you know that you are safe with him. Front of you, Mark. Front of you, Jim. And so many other people that I know are listening. For unto me, Terry, has come the Christ child. How much personal, how much more personal can it get than this? This amazing story of the coming of God who is with us. And who gave that promise at the end of his life, before he goes to heaven to live eternally, where he says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I am always with you. Maybe you're in a circumstance right now that's difficult. I got some challenges. And what a comfort it is to know that God is with us. This is an amazing truth, but I think it's important for us to not allow ourselves to become too distracted in this time, because we can miss this. Just slow down a little bit. Take a pause. Consider what this season means, the advent of Christ, the coming of the Christ child, God entering our world, the kingdom of God now being active in our midst. There's life there. There's hope there. There's freedom there. And it is all for us. I need this. I do. You know, Christmas season doesn't shut down the other uh, preoccupations and requirements. It only seems to add others to it. And so it becomes such a busy time, an easily distracted time. But I don't want to be there. I'm so glad that the Lord led me to reconsider this beautiful traditional Christian hymn, O come, O come, the God who is with us, and move in our midst that we might know that Jesus came out of love, came vulnerable as a child so that we could receive him, lives a life that is perfect, that then is applied to our lives. And even when we wander, he searches, and he saves and embraces, and he says to us, we are forever safe in him. God is with us, and he is for us, and this entire message of the Christmas season is the light that shines in the darkness for all of us. I hope you can hold to this in this day. Isn't it a comfort for us to know that God's great love surrounds us in this moment, and we are now and shall ever be embraced into his heart. May this Christmas season draw you closer to him than ever. God bless you.